Welcome to the Drafting Up Podcast. It's Jared Feinberg and Devin Jackson of Blue Chip Scouting, and we are your hosts for today's episode of the show. Devin, good morning. Hope you're going to enjoy Appel's W tonight. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it's a long <laughs> shot. I'll tell you that. They're playing the best team in NBA. So uh, I'll be I'll be happy if they keep the game close because that's what they did in game one. But, yeah, I'm not expecting them to win the series. We'll see what happens. But other than that, I'm doing pretty good this morning. Uh, recording the draft uh, nut podcast. Um, you know, just getting closer and closer to the draft. So find myself starting to tune out things a little bit more. Um, not scrolling as much through Twitter because I just feel like every day is the same, same discourse. So just trying to trying to finish it through and and try to make it to the finish line at this point. Um, what's the whole deal with Zion Williamson? Like, is he really hurt or is he just like, what's the issue with him? So, uh, to my understanding, it's kind of a a twofold thing. So. Zion couldn't he, he could have came back probably in the last month or so of, of the season. Uh, and, and really, I think it's just for the Pelicans sake, you don't want to put him back out there and he gets hurt again. So I think it's more of them like protecting their investment more so than, uh, you know, trying to, to rush him, rush him back out there because, you know, it's, it's what they try to do before. And we've seen that they did get hurt again. So. I think for for both sides, it's just trying to come to a agreement on when he's going to come back and ultimately just going to be next year. Because, I mean, right now he's playing five on five, five on five simulated practices, but um, he's he is not practiced against his actual teammates and, and actually gone full speed. So I think they're just slow playing this. They're just playing for next year with him and, and hopefully having him from the start because I mean, of his NBA career, he's never actually started the season. You know, he, he's been been hurt at the beginning of every season. So I think for them, it's just about having him healthy and, and having him be able to play a full uh, 82 games rather than trying to rush him back for the play a playoff series that maybe they can extend to six or seven games with him in the lineup. But I don't know if it's really worth it in the long run. Is it a weight thing? Like, it, it from what I've seen, like, I haven't really caught up with, the whole Zion Williamson stuff. So, like, is it a weight issue with him as well? I don't think it's necessarily a weight issue because, I mean, he's in good shape. Like, right now, he's, like, in fine shape. And, and I know there's been some, like, pictures surrounding him. And, 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 you know, obviously, you know, guys like Charles Barkley, et cetera, talking about him, his weight. I think ultimately he's going to have to drop some weight, obviously, uh, just to kind of alleviate some of the – uh, the pressure that he's putting on his legs and, and how explosive an athlete is. I mean, he's he's a he's a, a rare athlete uh, at at his size and ability. So I think people are just more so concerned about his long term longevity. But I mean, this isn't the first time we've seen a a top pick or, or one of the top picks not really play much. We've seen Joel Embiid his first three years when he played thirty one games. So I think you know it, it's I don't think it's a huge issue. I think. You know, he can play at the way he's at right now, but but I think for long-term success, maybe he drops, you know, 10, 15 pounds and plays a, at, a, at a little bit of a different weight. But either way, I think it's not really so much weight depend. I just think he just has some unfortunate injuries and, and the, the organization 
has really slow played it and have been extremely cautious with him. All right. I, I was just curious because, like, the whole Zion Williamson thing, it feels like, from my perspective, it was like he's got a weight issue, he's not motivated to play, like, all that. Like, it just a whole bunch of stuff I wasn't really too sure about. So uh, thank you for clarifying, clarifying that for me. Um, now let's get on to the 2022 NFL draft today. We are going to focus on the top four consensus pass rushers in this draft class in, in our opinion, um, which is a combination of Aiden Hutchinson, uh, Jermaine Johnson, Kayvon Thibodeau and Trayvon Walker. Um, this is a very deep edge class and, I have my board pulled up right here. I currently have my top 10 pros my top 10 edge rushers either have a first or second round grade. It is a very, very deep draft class where you can get future starters at the position. So if you need an edge rusher in this this year, um to help fill a need on your roster, this is a good year to get an edge rusher, um, especially if you're picking in the uh, in the top ten, where teams may need an edge rusher, don't really necessarily have the need for a quarterback. So, Devin, today we are going to talk about those four edge rushers: Walker, Johnson, Hutchinson, and Thibodeau. Um, and I'm really interested to see how we view these, um, how we view all four of these prospects. Um, there's varying opinions on all these guys, but the consensus definitely is these are four very good edge rushers with their own unique skill sets um, and their own unique flaws in a sense. I, I wouldn't say maybe for a couple of these guys, they have some things to work on. But these are guys that can start in the NFL right away. Um, if not, they can be future starters, maybe be a day one starter in 2023. But these are pass rushers with a lot of talent. And I'm excited to kind of break these guys down. So let's start off with um, some categories uh, before we actually rank these guys. Let's start with um, who the best technician and the best true technician is out of these four guys, um, either as a pass rusher or as a run defender. So, Devin, let's I'm gonna start with you. Who is the best technician out of these four players? Hutchinson, Thibodeau, Johnson, and Walker. Yeah, so so for me, I, I think it's Jermaine Johnson, and I think it's because he just has such a diverse tool set uh compared to the other guys, you know. With Thibodeau, he, he's the the you know one of the athletic freaks of the bunch, and you know uses that speed to power uh, in long arm uh, quite frequently in, in his pass rush moves. But there's not a lot of di diversity in it. You look at Aiden Hutchinson; he's a he's a big bull rusher, someone that that uses his power to to really create havoc in, in effort. Um, you know Trayvon Walker, who is uh, probably the rawest of the bunch in terms of his pass rush plan. I think he's really not not close. I probably rank him last in, in this category, to be honest. Uh, it, but but we, with Jermaine Johnson, you, you get a little bit of everything. You get the speed to power. You get the swim move. You get the the spin move. 
you, you get a little bit of everything with him. The the ghost brush pass move, the ability to turn the corner. So I, I think with, with Jermaine Johnson, you're getting someone that knows how to win in, in multiple ways. It isn't just a one go-to move type of player. And uh, also against the run. He understands leverage. He understands how to, to play the edge, set an edge. Uh, you, you, don't, you hardly see him get out of position, and he's always in place to make a play. So I would go Jermaine Johnson here. I'm going to go Jermaine Johnson as well, and with a lot of the reasons you brought up, um, he, he, he brings a lot to the table um, as a pass rusher and a run defender. Um, he uses his hands very well. He has really powerful hands as well. Um, that he can maximize with his punch at the point of attack. Um, he's shown a really good ghost move, and I'm a sucker for pass rushers with good ghost technique. Um, and also, like, he has swim moves. Um, um, trying to think of some of the other moves. Um, I mean, he, he has plenty of rush verity um, within – Within his arsenal, I, I don't have really any concerns with um, secondary counters. He has a really good um, understanding of when to go to a secondary counter if his first one does not work. Um, and he does that in a run game as well. He has, um, he's shown good hand swipes, um, really just to knock um, the offensive tackle's hands out of the way and get by defenders. So um, he, he's he, – does a really good job in terms of timing and placement with his punches um, and strikes at the point of attack. And he also has a good verity in his rushes. So um, best technician in this class is Johnson. Now, if we're talking like pure pass rush technician, Hutchinson definitely has an argument because he has a, he definitely has a full arsenal of moves and secondary counters. Uh, So, I'm with you on Johnson. I think he is the best overall technician in this draft class. And um, I, I just watching his tape, so fun to watch. Um, I, I'm surprised no one has him really higher up than he should be. He's a very good pass rusher. He was a former Georgia Bulldog who was stuck behind all those talented pass rushers and defensive linemen. Um, really got to showcase his ability at Florida State. The next thing I want to discuss with uh, these pass rushers is who is the best run defender overall? Like who who is the guy that can really defend the run the best? Um, for me, I'm going to go with Johnson again. Um, and You could definitely make an argument that Trayvon Walker could be the best run defender of the bunch because he is so powerful, lightning quick. I mean, he can just destroy gaps uh, when he has when he has a runway. Um, but with Johnson, he he's just he had like like I was saying, good timing. He just understands the nuance of run defending. He takes on polars really well. Um, he has a really good feel for um, for reach blocks. Um, he's always competing for um, for his gap. Um, this is a pass rusher that, you know, again, he was behind a Georgia defense. He was behind a, an absurd amount of talent um, at Georgia. 
uh, before transferring to Florida State. And he was easily Florida State's best player um, all of last season. And um, I'll just go ahead and say this. Johnson's very high on my board. Um, and he he's – when I was at the Clemson game, when they were playing Florida State at home – Johnson stood out to me the most in that game because, I mean, he was everywhere. He had a touchdown against them, recovered. I think he had a strip sack that he recovered his own fumble for a touchdown. So this is a very good run defender um, and just a really good player overall. So I'm going going to go with Johnson, but I wouldn't blame anyone for having Trayvon Walker um, as the best run defender in this draft class. Yeah, and I don't, I don't blame you for for picking Jermaine Johnson. I'm gonna go with Trayvon Walker, uh, but but for similar reasons that you named. But uh, just just with what he what he is right now, he is a top level run stuffer. That's a, that is why you know he's being discussed as a potential number one overall pick, is because how disruptive he is in in the run game and and obviously the pass rush. Uh, Arsenal is, is being a, a bit projected right now on his end, obviously. But I think with Walker, you're getting someone who could come in immediately and, and be a force in the run game, uh, tackles for loss, uh, really holding his ground on the edge and, and just being, uh, you know, a menace on first and second downs or on, on running downs for, for uh, a potential NFL squad. So with, with Walker, I think you get – all of that uh, in one, uh, obviously combined with the freak athletic testing and, and just how fast he gets to the football and his pursuit angles and whatnot. So I think for me, I'm going to go with Walker here. I think Johnson is also a really good run defender. And when you look at the rest of the bunch, I think obviously those are the top two I, I would identify as, as the best run defenders. But I, I just think uh, Trayvon Walker gets the edge here. There are two really good run defenders. Um, and, you know, I, I don't blame you for having Walker as um, your top run defender out of these four guys. Um, he just, despite how raw he is in terms of his pass rush arsenal, it, it's clear that he will make an impact early on as a run defender. Um you know, it's someone like the Buffalo Bills, like I, I get it. They're not going to be picking very high um, in this in this draft. They're picking 25th and Walker will be long gone by then. Um, however, Walker fits that type of system where while he continues to develop, develop his pass rush arsenal, um, he can push the pocket with um, his speed, power, athleticism, explosiveness, while also – uh, being a very reliable run defender um, on early downs and on the passing downs, he can be, he can use his explosiveness while trying to figure out, okay, how, what moves can I use against this offensive tackle when I'm in this sort of position? So um, if he's either has a half man relationship or full man um, in, Walk, Walker's going to be interesting to see how he develops, and we'll talk about more walk more about Walker um, throughout this throughout this episode. But um, for me, Johnson is the best run defender for for Devin. It's Walker. Let's move on to the best bend overall, best flexibility of any pass rusher um, or out of these four pass rushers. 
Um, I, I think the easy choice for me is Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, watching Thibodeau, he's just great athlete. He just got such good lateral mobility. Um, he has the ability to just drop his hips and dip under uh, Lyman, and he's able to get the edge around and up the arc um, with such incredible speed, but also great ankle flexibility that allows himself to decrease the surface area um, and get by pass rushers. I mean, this is this is the type of pass rusher I think I, I'm a sucker for guys with great flexibility and bend. Um, Debido and I, I've been open about this. He is my edge one. Um, I'll go ahead and get that out of the way. He is the best pass rusher uh, in this draft class on my board, in my opinion. Um, and Bend is probably one hit, one of his best, if not his best attribute um, as a pass rusher. Um, he's just so good at getting around the edge, dipping under defenders, um, and getting to the quarterback with speed and explosiveness. So Thibodeau is my um, best player in this attribute in terms of bend and flexibility. Um, he can do a great job um, dropping into the flats um, and defending in coverage. He just has effortless movement skills as a pass rusher. Um, so I'm going to go with Kayvon Thibodeau here as in terms of the best bend out of these four guys. Yeah, I agree with you. I think when you look at the other guys, uh, you know, Jermaine Johnson, uh, and, and Trayvon Walker, we know Aiden Hutchinson. It, it just not that's just not as part of his game in terms of Ben. Uh, he's more of a you know, like I said, power pass rusher that uh, you know really utilizes uh, his ability to to handle leverage and whatnot. So Thibodeau is the the, the choice here. I, I think with with Thibodeau, I, what you love about him is his ability to to transfer weight. You know, he's able to. Uh, really get underneath the pads of offensive linemen, uh, be able to, uh, you know, kind of threaten the edge and, and be able to to, to quickly, uh, you know, relocate to go inside on inside pass rush moves. Plus the, the ability just to, to fly out and win around the edge. I, I think there, there there's too much there uh, combined with all of that that, that makes him, uh, you know, the the one of the, the of the four guys that we mentioned here, uh, the the best bend. Uh, of the group, but certainly uh, you, you can make a case for for the limited that you've seen from Trayvon Walker, Jermaine Johnson, probably is the, the next closest to him. But uh, but uh, but Kayvon Thibodeau clearly has the best spin, I think, of, of the four guys. Let's move on to the best athlete, and I feel like this is the obvious answer. I think you and I are. I, I hope you and I are in um, in agreement with this. Trayvon Walker is the best athlete. I mean, you look at what he does on the field and just phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. I mean, rare, rare athlete. And that's why so many teams are just infatuated with um, with walkers because he has the athleticism, but he doesn't really have the production, um, nor does he have the true pass rush arsenal you would hope for from an elite player like Trayvon Walker. Um, this isn't Chase Young by any means. I mean, Chase Young was a great athlete, um, a phenomenal athlete for his size. Walker for his size um, and just overall in his ability, he uses his athleticism more, more often than now on tape, and he does it with plenty of his success. 
and he will win with success um, in terms of his athleticism at the next level. It's rare for someone with his size to come in and just dominate from the get-go. I don't think he will be a dominant player from the start, but he will win consistently with his athleticism, just unreal speed, athleticism, lateral mobility for his size. He played a little bit of some linebacker at Georgia. Um, he's just He gets to the spot so well when it comes to when he's moving laterally, he'll chase down um, guys 20 yards downfield um, and really and like truly run them down stride for stride. Like he is just unbelievable as an athlete. So Trayvon Walker, I think is the best athlete of these four guys. Um, and Devin, I, I think you and I are in agreement with that. I assume, right. Yeah, yeah, we're in agreement. Okay. I, I think I think with uh you know when, when people listen to this, they may think, you know, well, Aiden Hutchinson had, had really good testing numbers, uh, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau as well. But but I think, you know, obviously people were, were going to the combine looking at those two guys, like, okay, you know, they're they're probably both gonna test really well. We've been hearing about uh, you know, Aiden Hutchinson's three three uh three cone time for quite some time too going to the combine, but I don't think many people really expected Trayvon Walker to, to blow up the combine like he did, you know, and, and obviously his teammate Jordan Davis, you know, kind of stole the show early on, but, but then Trayvon Walker was, somehow was able to outduel him and, and just show that, that raw athleticism. So yeah, I agree. I think Walker has the best athleticism of the four guys, uh, which is why I think he's getting heavy consideration for the number one overall pick. There's no disrespect to Aiden Hutchinson. I just think the the testing numbers, you don't always see that on film with him. You see it with Walker more clearly than you do with, with Hutchinson. And, and I think it just makes sense why Walker uh, is, is the most athletic, most athletic in, in both of our eyes. Let's go with the best upside now for these four guys. And you can make an argument for – I think the argument, in my opinion, comes down to Thibodeau and Walker. Um, I'm a little split on this because Thibodeau, I think he has phenomenal upside, um, but he has, I think, shown more than Walker in terms of a pass rush arsenal and or pass rush verity, whereas Walker, he he in in a sense, he's a project. Um, I, I'm going to go with Walker in terms of best upside. I think like, like we've kind of talked about throughout this, throughout this show with, um, Trayvon Walker. I mean, he, he is a raw player, but the rare athleticism, um, the run defending skills, his explosiveness, the flashes we see of him on tape show a player that can be a very, very good edge rusher at the next level, a great all-around edge rusher. But it will more depend on if Walker can consistently um, create a pass rush, ar- pass rush arsenal um, that allows him to get by defenders in that way instead of just using his speed, his explosiveness, his quickness, and just his overall athleticism to win. Um or to beat his man. So I'm going to go with Walker 
barely over Thibodeau here. Um, I think the thing for me is that Walker's the better athlete here. And like the flashes we saw with Walker um, seem more enticing for teams that are looking to develop a player as they continue to build their team. So I'm going to go with Trayvon Walker with the best upside. Yeah, I, I, and I don't blame you for, for doing so. I, I think Walker certainly has a, a, a bright future and a very, very much untapped potential here. Uh, but I'm going to go with uh, Thibodeau. I, th- I think for me, I think with just his his body type and, and you know, athleticism and, and able, ability to, to, to turn the corner, I think you can see a high volume sack guy. You know, you, you see someone that could be in, in that elk of, uh, you know, Miles Garrett or a uh, Brian Burns who's up and coming, uh, you know, kind of in that tier where maybe he doesn't ever become the best pass rusher in the NFL. And, and that's going to be a kind of a high, you know, high bar that that's going to be set. But I think of these four guys, I think Thibodeau has a chance to be a legit double digit sack guy. And, and when I look at these other players, you know, I think Jermaine Johnson has a chance to, to push that. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, same thing. But in terms of like double digit, like high level di- double digits where he their their double team sent his way and, you know, they they are scheming around him because he is so disruptive. So I, for me, I think it's Thibodeau by a slim margin just because I think with Walker, maybe he never develops as a pass rusher. You know, maybe he never gets to where he where he can be a true two way dominant player uh, that that people are expecting him to become uh, just with, with the athleticism and, and what he's shown on tape already. You know, I, I think with Thibodeau, there uh, I, I think the floor isn't isn't extremely low. I think he's he's at least you know a, a six seven sack guy at the at the minimum, but but I think he can push fourteen or fifteen. Sacks, uh, given that he continues to develop his pass rush plan and continues to hone in on his skills and his ability to, to be able to uh, shed blocks and, and really become a disruptive force in the NFL. We haven't really talked about Aiden Hutchinson much um, in term or with all these attributes. And I, I think he's sort of like we know he's a very talented pass rusher. Um, and we know he'll probably he'll either be the top pick in this draft class or he'll be one of the top picks um, in this draft class. But he's, in my opinion, I don't think he's like this no-brainer pass rusher that, oh, he, he no doubt will go number one overall. I don't think we really know who will go number one overall until it actually happens. Um with Hutchinson, like he's a great pass rusher. Don't get me wrong; he he is a smart football player. Um, that he will have plenty of success at the next level. He can really fit in any front or scheme at the next level. Um, I think the thing for me though is that he doesn't have any like like eyeballing eye-popping traits that really stand out, um, at least in my eyes. Um, I I think he can be – he can develop a little bit more as a run defender. 
Um, and he's a great pass rusher overall. He has a really good pass rush plan. Um, but I think for me, if you're talking about, and like I said, I think Hutchins earlier, I said like Hutchinson, if as a pure pass rusher, um, if you're just rushing the passer, he has probably the best pass rush arsenal of the, of the bunch we've discussed, um, in terms of overall technician and being able to defend the run um and the pass i think it's uh jermaine johnson um even though he may have he doesn't have as much upside um but he does have a higher ceiling um than than a lot of these guys that we've mentioned um so let's go through our rankings here um i'll, I'll go ahead and start um, I have Kayvon Thibodeau as my number one edge rusher, like I said before. Um, he currently has a blue chip grade um, on my draft board. Um, he is my number two overall player in this draft class. Um, you know, it, the, the upside he brings, incredible first step, wonderful bend. Um, still developing his pass rush plan, but he has shown more. Um, I, I've seen plenty of of different moves. He has a really good ghost technique um, that I like a lot. Um, Occasionally you'll see an arm over a swim, a swim move, um, a long arm and a rip and dip. Um, He, he does need to continue to refine his pass rush counters, but he, he does. You can tell he's, he's starting to get it. He he can get it. Um, And I think he's coachable. Uh, for sure, incredible lateral mobility. He's a good run defender, very powerful, incredibly athletic. I mean, he, in terms of a true pass rusher, he he can be very very good and maybe one of the top five pass rushers in the NFL. Um, excuse me. So my number two edge rusher is Jermaine Johnson. Um, I think for the reason, like he he's just so good with his hands, um, really good pass rush plan, um, great run defender. He's very versatile as well. He can play um, three, four outside linebacker. Um, he can play really at any alignment. Um, he's got good strength, good first step. Um, he's a good athlete as well. So I'm going to go with Jermaine Johnson as my number two pass rusher in this draft class. Um, he is currently on my board, um, the number eight overall prospect in this draft class. My number three pass rusher of these four that we have talked about today is Aiden Hutchinson. Now, Aiden Hutchinson, like I said, he is a great player, no doubt about it. Good first step. Um, really good with his hands and pass rush arsenal um, against the pass um, or when rushing the passer. But when it comes to run defense, Johnson has the edge for me over that. I think there's still some things to work on as, um, as a run defender. He can get conflicted a little bit at the mesh point. Um, he, and there's still some tiny things he needs to work on, but it's coachable or it's you can easily correct that. I think he can be a great run defender, but right now, looking from his college tape, um, I think he has work to do as a run defender. But overall, he's still a really good player. Um, I, I would take him in the top five in a heartbeat. 
Um, but I don't think he's a, the a, a true like blue chip prospect like I see with Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, and then Kayvon, and then Trayvon Walker is the fourth pass rusher out of these four guys. Um, and he's actually my edge five behind George Karloftis um, on my board. Trayvon Walker, we, we've already talked about it. He's, he's very raw, but he's a great athlete with incredible explosiveness, um, lateral mobility, strength. Um, and he just displays great effort. I think he's going to be, I think he could be a good player at the next level. It will just depend on if he's able to truly develop his pass rush plan overall. Um, so, um, those are my top four Thibodeau, Johnson, Hutchison, and Walker. Devin, I'm interested to see what you have, um, in terms of your rankings here. Um, Maybe they're a little bit switched up. Maybe they're the same. I'm not sure. So who do you have for your top four rushers of the guys we've talked about today? Yeah, mine's a little, is a little bit different than yours uh, just because of kind of the, the emphasis I saw or kind of how I value different things. Uh, so for me at the top, uh, it, it is Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, I just think you know, there, there's just so much there that, uh, you know, I, I like about this game, the athleticism, the ability to to get get around the, the, the edge on tackles. Uh, you know, the flash plays he makes in, in the run game, obviously still some work to do. In terms of pass rush counters, uh, just being uh, able to play stronger at the point of attack, I think, you know, I, I would like to see him just, just stand his ground a little bit better and, and just be more, uh, you know, effective. Uh, throughout the game and, and and not so much, you know, in, uh, you know, spurts. I just want to see more total game dominance. But but I, I think he's my edge one in, in this class. Number two for me is, is Aiden Hutchison. And, and I understand that his ceiling uh, compared to some of these other guys that in this class uh, may not be be as high. But for me, I think he, he's just a, a really rock solid player with a clear, uh, you know, pass rush plan and ability to win and, and just understands uh, leverage, understands, uh, you know, how to how to win, you know, just a relentless effort. And uh, just for me, I, I, I see as him someone as, as a day one starter and, and someone that can come in immediately and be effective. Um, I think for me, you know, I understand, you know, with Thibodeau 1, Hutchinson 2, it's, it's a little bit of a dichotomy between the two players, but I think it's, it's interesting because Hutchison for me, you know, it's just like, you, you see, he makes his presence known, you know, like there are times where you, you don't know he's on the field. Like I understand he, he didn't have the greatest game against Georgia, uh, you know, uh, you know, got, got handled a little bit in the trenches, but, but throughout the game, he still made flash plays, you know, very, uh, I think he had a very high percentage in terms of a pressure rate and just being able to, to, to create pressure. And then just uh, there were just signs of dominance throughout throughout the season. There were just times he took over a game and, and he, he made uh, life a living hell for, for opposing quarterbacks, him and David Ajabo. Three for me is Trayvon Walker. Uh, and, and this is really I, I, I kind of want to make this clear. There's no disrespect to, to any of these guys, you know, like Jermaine Johnson is going to end up four on my list. But, but I don't think it's, it's because I don't think he's a good player or I think he, he can't be a uh, immediate contributor. I think for me, there are just certain things that, that, that I value. They're, they're, and for me, it's like 
not necessarily what is their trump card, but what is their calling card? What is something they, they can go back to and you, you could say, like, for sure, this is going to translate? And the run, run stopping ability for me on Trayvon Walker is that, you know, I understand the pass rush plan uh, and the pass rush ability has is quite a ways to go. But for me, what's separated between uh, edge three and edge four with, with Walker and Johnson? I think with Johnson, he is overall probably the, 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 the one edge player in this class that you know what you're going to get from him. And I think that's, that's good and it has value, but I don't know if that's a, a top 10 mantra in terms of edge rusher. And, and for me, I think and, and all these guys might end up going top 10, you know, with, with four edges possibly come out the board in the top 10 in this draft class. But for me, I think with, with Johnson, I see the pass rush plan. I see the, the immediate ability to, to defend the run. I see the ability to, um, you know, have a, a diverse plan. But, you know, there were times on film I just I just could not find him, you know, making impact plays. And, and that's more so for me kind of the eye test compared to these other guys, you know, like against Wake Forest for me, especially, you know, seeing what Zach Tom was able to do against Jermaine Johnson. You know, I, I don't think it necessarily knocks him per se, but I think with Johnson, I just think, there are times where he's absolutely dominant. He's all over the field and, and you you know exactly where he is. But there are times there are pockets of the game where he may not get a pressure for, for a couple of series or he, he may not make an impact play for a couple of series. So for me, I think for those other three guys ahead of him, there's always an impact play within a couple series stretch. And for me, I think Johnson sometimes goes in between uh, you know, periods of the game where he, he doesn't make make a whole bunch of noise. And maybe it's because they shouldn't double team this way. Maybe it's because, you know, they're they're adjusting with quick passes. But, but for me, I, there were times that, that Johnson just did not uh, stand out on tape as much as the other three guys. I think this was a really good discussion. I think there's definitely um, plenty to discuss about this edge class. It's a very deep edge class this week as i mentioned at the top of the show um and i'm really excited to see how all four of these guys translate to the next level um and and i'll i'll reveal my my rankings for um for each position down the road or closer to the draft um you know i I, i'm still working on my board i still have plenty of prospects to watch um my edge rankings aren't complete just yet, um, but I, I'm looking forward to seeing where these guys go, how where these guys actually get drafted, and in the order they get drafted. Um, could very well see Trayvon Walker going number one overall, or we could see Thibodeau or Hutchinson go number one overall. Um, with Jermaine Johnson, um, I, I'm a little oh, I'm. I'm with you in terms of the consistency part where there were times where he didn't, where he had consecutive series or multiple series of not being able to like get to the quarterback, what have you. I think it had, I think a little bit had to do with the defensive scheme um, and where he was aligned at times. Um, and also there were playing teams that were getting Florida stay in the quick game. Um, Florida State's defense really, I, I think they struggled a little bit in the quick game and they weren't, and they were getting torn apart consistently in that quick game. So 
I don't think that's really a knack on Johnson. I think we saw at the senior bowl, he was easily the best player um, from all, from everyone that was there. Johnson was the best player um, consistently just making eye popping plays. Um, And I think if he's able to stay at one spot, if he's, if he just sticks at like a, at four, three defensive end, which I think he would translate a little bit better at the next level. I think Johnson can be, very, very good. Um, I could see Johnson being just a consistent eight sack, like seven to eight sack guy that um, will just be a very impactful player on your defense. He won't be a pro bowler per se, but he he will be a guy that will be a formidable starter on your defensive line for years to come. He, he's just a, a he would be a consistent guy up front. Um he didn't really show it enough at co- in college, and I get the concern there. But from what I saw on tape, I saw a guy that's just incredibly talented that was stuck behind a Georgia defense with absurd amount of talent like Adam Anderson, Trayvon Walker, um, what have you. Um, but for for me with Johnson, I think it's just I'm a sucker for guys who are really good technicians um, in both the run and pass game, um, and he offers plenty of versatility as well. So that's why I have uh, had Jermaine Johnson as my number two edge rusher, but I don't really, I'm not going to get on you for the concerns you have because they're very valid concerns. Um, So I'm, I I get it with Johnson um, and the concerns he has. Um, We don't really know what we're going to have for our next episode of um, the draft nut podcast, but we will let you know when it happens or you'll just see what type of episode we're going to be doing Thursday. So guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, hopefully I'm not dealing with allergies anymore once Thursday rolls around because it is kicking my ass today. So I'll see you guys soon. Take care. Peace.